You're now listening to the Heroes for Sale podcast, your daily podcast for sports card news and opinions. What's up, everybody? Before we get into today's episode, I just want to talk to you about our sponsor. So you've heard me mention the launch of Starstock now for a few weeks, and they just officially went live this week. Starstock is building a sports car marketplace aimed to be faster and cheaper for flipping sports cards than any other platform. Check out Starstock.com to buy or sell right now. Here's what Starstock is offering. 5% commission, no ingestion fee. You can send your cards in and they do all the work. Cards are guaranteed and secured in a vault and you can choose to ship the cards back at any time. You can buy, flip, store, and ship cards all with the click of a button. If you're interested in getting involved as a seller, contact Mike at StarStock.com. StarStock is only looking for rookie cards and prospects of current players. For more information, contact Mike at StarStock.com. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. So on today's episode, I was doing a little bit of research on eBay yesterday, and then I put out a few tweets just kind of some stuff that I was noticing, some stuff that I was interested in, and I, well, I mean, I put I, I put the tweets out. I guess I don't I don't know exactly the transition here, but some of the points I want to bring up on the podcast because it's it's they're kind of they're interesting, and they're interesting at least to me. And I think that for some people they may find some of this stuff informative. I guess I hope. I mean, most of the podcasts, I guess I would hope so. First point, uh, I've got my Holland uh, Tops Living Set cards. They just came in the other day, so that's super exciting. I got five of them. They're in okay shape. I may send them in to get graded. I don't know. I mean, I haven't really sent anything in to get graded ever. So there's like a bunch of stuff that I have that I wish I had just gotten graded earlier. Like I have a bunch of raw Mbappe cards that. At this point now, I probably would have to pay the extra money to get them graded because of the, how much, like, the cost of, or the the value of the PSA 10s, so I don't know if I'm going to be sending, I don't know what I'm going to send in. Same with the the Sancho cards. I have 10 Sancho cards that I never got graded, which is unfortunate. Um, but, and then speaking of those two, I bought their Topps Living Set cards as well. So, what I saw on eBay, I was using the filter. I wasn't doing by sport, but I was doing it by PSA 10s and then 50 to $200. And there was like a ton of stuff. So, like, if you are looking to do any type of research, that's the type of, that's the stuff I would, I would start there. I would start as broad as you can go to find stuff that you might think is interesting and then kind of going in from there and seeing and then either searching or keeping the filter up somehow. But that's how I would do it. And so when I was doing that, a messy PSA 10 Topps Living Set card came up, and it sold for $100. So that was interesting to me because the messy card is actually the highest print run of any of these Topps Living Set cards by like 1500 almost because the Holland card actually is second now. So that one had 19, 1988, so 1988. And then second or third, sorry, Third would have been uh, Christian Pulisic, who had 1,438. And then the fourth would have been Weston McKinney, who had 1,359. So the Halan cards, I guess, since there's like a lot, since there's a decent amount less than the Messi, and the Messi's selling for, you know, 100 for a PSA 10, 
And Halan right now is one of the hottest players like in the world, and he has been. And he, if you watch the Dortmund game, he had a today. He had a goal and an assist, so that's huge. Uh, in the first game back, so that was super cool to see. See real, well, not sorry, not real, but pro, actually, it was interesting to be able to watch sports because like the Korean baseball league is back, but it's it's you can't. It's on the ESPN, but it's at like one o'clock in the morning, or it's at like five o'clock in the morning, so it's like. It's not a realistic time to watch uh, watch the game. So, you know, the German soccer league is coming back. It's got like a full schedule. Most of the games will be on FS1, any of the big games at least. So you got the um, Salke, I think that's how you pronounce it, and Dortmund played today. McKinney plays for that team, and then uh, and then Halan plays for Dortmund and Sancho or Sancho, Jaden Sancho, and Gio Reina also play for Dortmund. Sancho and Reina did not play today, which is unfortunate. But Halan had a goal and assist, so that's exciting. So I'm thinking that if I were to send these cards into PSA or BG, probably PSA, because I don't really send much stuff into BGS. I actually I've never sent anything into either, so I don't know what I I'm not sure what I would do. But either way, a PSA 10 for the Messi sold for a hundred, so I feel like I feel like the Halan cards would probably be around there and i mean i said i think i spent i think i spent 25 dollars on the five so like if i were to send them in to get graded um that would be another like 50 60 bucks and if two of them came back a psa 10 i mean obviously that would be huge but if one of them did i at least make my money back so you know but it's i don't know i, I they're off centered a little bit some of them so i'm not 100 sure if i'll be sending them in or not probably not to be honest but uh that is an option so the Halan card is the, now the second highest print run of the Tops Living, Tops Champions League Living set, which I like this set, and there probably isn't anybody else that I'll order. I mean, Rainia probably once he gets a card, but like it took them forever to give Halan a card, so I don't know when they'll give Rainia a card. So he would be somebody that I probably would order, but I, you know, I'm not 100% sure if I will or not. Uh, now the second tweet that I had that wasn't about eBay, actually. So this was interesting to me. So Big Shep 79 is uh, is a guy, actually, that I met at the National. And when I got there on Saturday, I went to the Breakers Pavilion, and they were doing, like, a... They were doing some sort of interview with somebody. I forget exactly what the context of the situation was. But I sat down in the front in the audience, and I was watching the interview because I was like, this is cool. I mean, uh, there's there's... Uh, they're doing interviews here. This is awesome. So I sit down, and next thing I know, they point at me and they go, "You just won the uh, pristine marketplace graded card case." And I was like, "What?" So like, they gave me this huge case, and I had literally been at the national for like maybe thirty minutes at that point, and I had already walked away with this graded card case, which I still have. I don't use, and I actually was gonna sell it, but I haven't. Um, I haven't sold it yet. It's like a hundred bucks, so it's not even really. I don't know. I may actually just end up using it because at the time I didn't really even have that many graded cards, and so I was going to sell it at the time. And I mean, obviously now I have more graded cards, so it's probably. I don't know if I'm going to use it or I'm going to sell it. I haven't decided yet. But so uh, next, and oh, so sorry. So the point that he had on Twitter, he pointed out a bunch of the first edition autos that um, were super smudged. So. I don't exactly know what's going on here with these cards. I don't know if, like, I don't know how something like that could happen. Like, Bowman is, which, I, you know, I'll, I'll give it to Tops at least. Tops is, 
I think Topps' quality control is a little bit better is better than Panini's. Panini has issues all the time with quality control. Um like random stuff like and they also did the thing where they weren't going to accept the redemptions and now they are accepting the redemption. I don't know. That that was a whole situation that happened a couple weeks ago that I didn't even really get into cuz I didn't you know my my stance on expired redemptions like if you can if the if the, if it's expired and they have the card what's the point of not giving I don't, I don't know whatever that's beside the point so tops the bowman cards there was 18 instances that he pointed out of cards that had been had the auto smudged so i don't know how something like this could happen i don't know how and it was all different players too. That was the other thing. So I don't know where or what ha- what exactly happened with these cards and why this happened. But you know that's obviously unfortunate for it's 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 unfortunate and it kind of steers to the point of the conspiracy theory that like the first edition cards were actually just it was a product that was made not in not because it was not because Bowman was pushed back. It was going to be coming out anyways. And they were. That, I don't know if that means they were then going to be pushing the Bowman release back anyways. But this kind of goes towards that theory that it was uh, uh, an inside job, that they actually, it wasn't because they had to push the product back. It was because of these autos that, I don't know if they had then had to send more autos or if they, what exactly they did, but either way. So that's, that's, Kind of stinks if you're buying first edition autos, but I mean, to be honest, it, it sort of makes sense because, like, Bowman to me is a kind of a complicated product. So, like, to add the first edition, first Bowman chrome autograph, like, to add another layer of, like, a, a first something into that product, you know, it's... I don't know. It's not something that I I like. I didn't really like that. That is how, that's how that happened. But you know, there's nothing. The product's out now, so there's not. They can't really make any changes. And Bowman's coming out next Friday, so that's exciting. I haven't seen the checklist yet, though, so uh, I don't exactly know who's going to be on it. But if I had to guess, I would say the prospect checklist from the Bowman first edition and the prospect checklist from the regular Bowman release will be the same. It, it, that would make sense to me. Um, so on to the next point. This was kind of random, and this wasn't something that I really even had any other thoughts about. Just kind of, I was pointing out an observation. I was seeing a lot of random Nolan Ryan, but graded cards selling in the the price range that I was looking up. So that was strange because I didn't know exactly why that was happening. I didn't know if it was like one seller was selling all of his cards, or if like one, a bunch of people saw that Nolan Ryan cards were selling, so they were trying to sell it. I think we are also seeing sort of a a little bit of a rise in some of the players that are included in the Tops 2020 project. Um, you know, the McGuire rookie, obviously, that one's gone up pretty significantly over the past month or so. Um, Nolan, the Nolan Ryan cards have been pretty popular. I don't know if that means that people are getting their old Nolan Ryan cards and they're grading them or, or, or they're selling the graded ones. I don't know what exactly was happening there, but that was something that I noticed. So here is sort of another another piece of information that I pointed out that I don't know exactly if there is an angle or if there is anything more than just the facts that this is a thing. But so Topps traded 
uh, were they were sets, and I think they were between fifty and a hundred cards. If I'm not mistaken, I'm trying to think back. Actually, I now that I'm thinking about it, I have one. All right, I bought two at the national for five bucks a piece, which is you know a pretty good deal. Because now, okay, here it is. So it is. Oh, it's 130 cards. So I bought the 98, or no, sorry, 89 baseball and football. So 89 baseball had the Griffey. It had the Deion Sanders, who was also in the football version. It had the Randy Johnson. wasn't his first It wasn't his first card, and he changed teams from his like rookie to that one because he was on the Expos, and then in the tops traded, he was on the um, Mariners. So, also, I mean, that actually, that Topps traded card is one that was used, the Griffey one was used for the 2020 project. Just kind of a little fun fact there. Football had Aikman, it had Barry Sanders, for the, and there was only, so there was only two sets for football. For football, there was only the, for, for actually, I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I forget if I mentioned this, for baseball, the sets were from nine, from 81 to 91, there were so there was ten sets essentially, and then for football it was from eight. There was only two, so it was eighty nine and ninety. So the eighty nine had the Aikman and had Barry Sanders, had the Dion Sanders, and then the nineteen ninety set actually had the um, Emmett Smith as well. So there are sets that you, I don't know, I feel like if you can find them for fairly cheap. Uh, oh, and then also the eighty six traded set had the Conseco. It had the Barry uh, Barry Bonds. It had the Bo Jackson. So those are some good sets. So if you can find these sets, I feel like there's some value if you can get them for like fairly cheap. Like if you can, like for example, I bought those two sets for five dollars a piece. So now, like if I were to get those the Griffey or the Barry Sanders cards graded, like that would like triple because like the Griffey card is is it's actually it used to be 50 and I feel like I think it's gone up a little bit since it's been in this tops tops 2020 project set um so if you can find these sets like you may be able to find them at like thrift stores because like I don't know if it was like I don't know exactly like if there's a a way to figure out the print run of them but I feel like it can't be that much because they were they were sets that came out together so it's I feel like they compared to the regular sets that came out there probably is less if I had to guess I don't know for sure off the top of my head but I, if I had to guess I figured there would be less so if you can find these sets it may be worth buying because then you can either you can either get the cards graded or you can sell the certain cards and like even though it's not going to be you know, realistically, if you're getting them, I would. If the cards are in good condition, I would get be getting them graded because you're gonna make more money from doing doing it that way than doing it and just selling the cards, most likely. But something to look into, something to think about if you are looking for cards or you see the sets somewhere. They're like in the, they're like rectangular sets. It's it's they're pretty cool. I like them. I have, you know, I have a random one in my house. I don't remember which one it was, but I feel like it couldn't have been that valuable, but it was unopened. So that was pretty cool. So the last point, or well, so there's two last points here. <clears throat> there's the one point is I was looking at some Boba cards and the top series one rookie 
is like $120 for a PSA 10. And the, but his first Bowman PSA 10 is in the $75 to $80 range, which I don't know when that shift happened because from when I first started, I feel like it was always like the Bowman Chrome is the one that you want to get. And it could be that it was the auto and people were more referencing the auto and that was the one to get it rather than the actual, um, rather than the first Bowman, just Bowman Chrome card. So that could have been the case, but I don't, there's been a shift somewhere. Like even the Acuna cards are like that too. The Acuna PSA 10 update rookie versus the, uh, versus the Chrome rookie, or the, not Chrome, but the first Bowman Chrome, the price, there's a difference. And I can't figure out when there was a shift. But either way, I, th I thought that was interesting, and I want to point that out to some people. Maybe if other people are interested in it, they can they can look into it or whatever. I don't I, It's It's on Twitter. I tweeted about it. So if, if you figure out any other players, send me, send me the tweet of the Bo Bichette. Now, the, other, the last point for the show today that I want to bring up is that I think one of two things are going to happen in the near future because of, because of PSA shutting down and now it's opening back up. I don't exactly know if they were catching up on old orders because from what I saw, people were posting pictures and I talked to some people who said that their PSA orders were, um, their PSA orders were, being done and they were getting updates on PSA orders. So I think they had people coming in late at night or something like that and working and they weren't accepting any new orders. So, you know, I think what happened was people were, people still sent stuff in and people had been sending stuff in before. So if they're catching up or they have a bunch of orders there, I think we're going to see an influx of either more, uh, more prism basketball or we're going to see an influx of more Series 1 baseball. Because Series 1 baseball came out in January, I believe. So that means that people were getting the rookie cards from that from there. For, so like the Boba Shett, the Gavin Lux, the uh, Jordan Alvarez. And if they were doing the 45-day service, there's a good chance that the... There's a, a good chance that the cards did not get sent back before PSA shut down. Because from what I've seen and what people I've talked to, they say that usually it takes five to six months if you're doing the 45-day service. Not actually, It's not actually 45 days, unfortunately. So if that's the case, I think if pe people were sending in cards from, uh, let's see. So if they were sending in Prism stuff in January or their Prism, Prism stuff in December and they were catching up, I think that we could see an influx in either of those two. I don't know which one it will be because I don't know if PSA was actually catching up on orders or how exactly they were doing what they were doing. But that's kind of something that I thought of the other day as I was looking at some PSA numbers because I was looking at the PSA numbers of the Series 1 rookies. I, at, at some point in the near future, we are going to see an increase in those cards is just facts because I mean, there has right now there aren't many of them and there's for series one. There's so, there's so much series one. Like you can still go to the store, most stores and there's still shelves of series one. Like you can go to eBay. There's so much series one that you could even go to eBay and buy blasters for like 18, 17 to 18 bucks probably. So I think we're going to see an influx in cards from PSA either Prism rookies or Series 1 rookies, um, I think eventually we'll see 
see i don't know the other thing the point of that is basically i don't know if the card prices are going to go down because of that or if as more come into the market more people are going to be selling more people are going to be buying i'm not 100 percent sure i think with baseball the prices are going to come down of those series one rookies pretty significantly so i would be waiting to i would be waiting until next off season to be buying some of those rookies because also like some of them haven't really played that much like I mean, Alvarez was AL and AL Rookie of the Year last year, so obviously he did. But there's some rookies that just haven't really been in the league that long. Just something to keep keep an eye out for. That's all I got for today's episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, Starstock. If you want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, it's here's for sale. Everyone, thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.